Welcome back to episode 130 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discuss today. First up, are Metaverse concerts a fad, or is this just the beginning? Next, building the infrastructure is essential to enable the multi-trillion dollar Metaverse. Then, examining online virtual creators. And finally, we spotlight our virtual world of the week, Monaverse. All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 130 of the Blockrunner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iman. What's going on, Willis? Welcome back to the uh, domain and the uh, machine background that we got. Machine, eh? Yeah. It's uh, our Ruby theme very well. Yeah, so... Uh, There's a lot to talk about. We got Metaverse stuff. We're going to be yeah, we uh, spotlighting Moniverse here towards uh, at some point. You know, yeah, once so we get like, there. we're going to continue our theme, right? <coughs> it's bear market. Obviously, we are the Metaverse guys, so we got to keep up to date with the Metaverse happenings. And uh, yeah, if we can, explain to you guys some of the big players that I think are positioning to be big contributors to the growth of the Metaverse. So last week we did HyperFi. Yep. Shout out to those guys if you're watching. Ash, yeah. Ash and Friends. I think there's uh, more than just Ash, right? Yeah, definitely yeah. more than just <laughs> so Ash. So Ash and Friends. Yeah. Keep working on what you're doing because, yeah, as we talked about last week, I think we kind of like harped on the idea, which we normally do, of like the importance of SDKs mm. and all that stuff and how that's in alignment with how we want to build out the metaverse and what we expect from the metaverse is like functional goods and content and all that stuff. So that's right. Hyperfy is a good example of that. Yeah. We'll talk about Mooniverse later today. Um, speaking of the metaverse, Dap Radar, um, or a CoinDesk article says Dap Radar has Decentraland has 650 daily active users. Yeah. Again, completely ignoring what everybody is saying, including Decentraland themselves, <clears throat> that they have at least seven or eight thousand daily active users. Um, so another article, kind of like missing the whole uh, accuracy again, and then on top of that, kind of relying on DAP Radar, which DAP Radar is focused on the analytics on smart smart contract interactions, mm -hmm. and when entering specifically Decentraland, you're not interacting with a smart contract, so. Yeah, this is... Um, so there's never going to be like a metric that DAP Radar, I guess, can like... Well, they can. They just, uh, they don't, they choose not to, <coughs> to do that. So, but the update here is that DAP Radar is now tracking 3,000, over 3,500 decentralized smart contracts across Ethereum and Polygon. Mm. So most of these are all wearables slash emotes. But yeah, ultimately, this is uh, inaccurate information again <coughs> from Coindesk. Is it though? Is it... How, what it, it's not 650 daily active users. It's more <laughs> than that. We see... So that's, a, that's a concurrent user base for DG on mm. some good days. <coughs> yeah, not so much this day. No, like not... The last, the last several... But last, still, the last concurrent days. users at 300, I mean, that's not... They, yeah. They're not playing <coughs> poker all day. Yeah. No, you're probably right. But is it actually what Decentraland's claiming at 8,000? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You think that's the more accurate number? I think I think it I think it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. why why would they lie? I mean, they they're tracking API calls. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, 
So yeah, over the last 30 days, there were a total of 7,000, <coughs> around 7,500 unique users on the platform, which is a total of 110,000 in volume. And there's a balance of 28 million in assets with DAP, DAP's smart contracts. So yeah, they're just kind of sharing some of these metrics from DAP Radar. And a lot of these metrics are <coughs> not accurate, but nonetheless, more fuel for us to talk about the the value of the metaverse is still not being had, which we're still a little <laughs> ways away before that happens. Okay, so this updated like a report or updated metrics doesn't like uh doesn't help that narrative any is what you're saying. <clears throat> that like uh no, but it doesn't depend on this either. No, of course not. Yeah, who, who really at the end of the day, who cares what Coinvest Coindesk says or yeah. Coindesk? Well, Coindesk isn't really saying anything; they're just reporting on what DAP Radar is uh, is. It's capturing, yeah, through their platform. So, but yeah, it's just I guess they had to respond because that initial article got a ton of backlash. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, it became like a whole meme. If you're part of the Decentraland community, like literally every organization in that in in the community itself found some way Mm -hmm. to leverage it. Say, hey, it's like here, all thirty-eight of us here today, like gathered today to uh, X at X party, you know? Yeah, things like this. And there's a festival coming up in a few weeks, I think. So <clears throat> that might be a, a uh, uh, I guess, another measuring stick. Exactly. Yeah. But but again, is is it, they're not the best ideal ones, you know, because events are very short lived. Mm-hmm. It's not like one of the things you kind of like want to represent the uh, yeah, from the a whole, value perspective. Whole concept of the metaverse is just people gathering on on event bases. Like well, I mean, that's, that's not a, really the best uh, representation of the potential of the metaverse. No, but it is part of it. It is part of the expectation, part of the uh, value proposition of a metaverse. The fact that it can be a gathering place for humanity beyond mm-hmm. the physical realm, which we know gathering in physical form is a very popular activity. But it's very hard as well. Like, yes. you know, you got to fucking drive places. Yeah. You got to like fly places. You got to... Spend money just to do those things, you know. There's you gotta damage the planet in the process, you yeah. know, all these yeah. things. In the metaverse, it's like if you want to just gather with your like-minded people or your family, whatever the whatever your friends, yeah, colleagues, whatever. That's a nice little you know opportunity to do such. So yeah, <clears throat> events are gonna be important, but yeah, the real important metrics are gonna be like the persist- persistent things, like what what's happening from day to day to day. You know, and that's yeah. why, like, these articles are, I don't know, like, can be perceived as hit pieces, but they're not. They're really just kind of, like, you know, exposing the reality of the situation. Yeah, you know? there was a tweet by Matty, DCL blogger, that uh, he kind of outlines the potential of the metaverse in, like, a swift tweet. It was like, uh, people can gather for, like, a concert, let's say Beyonce's concert, sell out, like, an entire tour, like, 2 million tickets at $100 a piece, that's $200 million. Mm-hmm. But in the metaverse... You could sell out, let's say, um, let's say a hundred million or two hundred million tickets virtually mm. at twenty dollars a piece, <coughs> netting four billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I think that's going to be a very popular use case of you know at least one angle of the metaverse is that people can gather to listen to music <laughs> virtually, and yeah, I guess they generate more money significantly more money. 
So would they be like singular events in the metaverse, right? Because that would get pretty old. Well, think about you it. You can't rewatch these like uh, metaverse events more than once. You know what I mean? Like the, from the the physical musician, I guess, like well, business model is you have to go from location to location and you're doing the same show over and over and over again, right? Yeah. But to a new audience and then, yeah, you're raking in a new revenue yeah. chunk at yeah. each destination. So, yeah, the metaverse is like you just, I guess, invest in like a singular event or experience. Yeah. However long or how much money it takes to, you know, you know do like a Fortnite concert. Right. Probably took them months to do that. For sure, yeah. And a lot of money, a lot of engineering, all that shit. But then you, like you're saying, like a, it's a one-time event where you can attract the whole population at, at, in one shot. Mm-hmm. Like a shotgun blast to the world. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and you much can more get affordable cost. a similar experience from something like that. Shit. I'm similar. Even, I might even... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say I might even argue better. But damn, probably not. I don't think anything. Well, it's interesting ever... because you could replay the the concert, and then you can have a different position. You can look at it from a different angle. Yeah. And so there's replayability to a certain extent. For yeah, a but lot it's, of these it's going to have. It's like it, all, it always goes back to that that feeling, you know. No, no, it's not going to have the same feeling. You're like just like watching a 3D experience. movie. In other you words, you know. But for some people, I actually don't even enjoy the feeling of being like in a live concert because, dude, that shit can get like fucking. Yeah dangerous but as we've seen but i think you know? the feeling is the fact that you're you're in a concurrent world where with other people at yeah. the same time that has a different uh, yeah. spin to it the feeling of having all those people around you in, at the same time that's different it's definitely different rather yeah. than just like watching either a concert on tv <coughs> or experiencing a concert in the metaverse but a replay of it mm-hmm. well i think just the value out of the metaverse again is like you you can't ever do what you can in the real world, you know, in the virtual sense, like you, you could do these weird things like show up from outer space and just yeah. crash out of nowhere as a giant version of yourself. Yeah. You could do that in the metaverse. So that's kind of like makes up for the, I guess the tactile experience of like, yeah, you're, you're all sharing this mm-hmm. moment in time together with your fellow humans are all packed like sardines. Yeah. There's 20,000 of us here. Yeah. yeah. We're all here to see the same guy. We all worship this motherfucker. Yeah. He's our favorite artist. You know, we've been listening to him for, for years, and we don't even know he was, like, a real human. We need some kind of, like, validation. This dude's, like, not a hologram. Yeah. So there he is on stage. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. That's a that, whole different thing. Dude, know? we could see Tupac again. Oh, yeah. We could see, like... Yeah, especially with AI, right? Elvis. Like, all... This is a whole new, like, industry. Like, re- resurgence. Well, that, yeah. So we could do... We could leverage technology to do exactly that, or create whole new artists like i think japan's like way ahead of us on this like mm. they have oh that's right yeah 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 they have like uh digital artists you know like little anime characters dancing yeah. on screen and yeah <clears throat> tens of thousands of people showing up to these concerts you know worshiping that's weird a non-human that's a little weird is it though <laughs> i think it, i think it is but weird's a good thing weird means yeah it's weird of course because we've never done that in the history of humans can we have like a a completely digitally manifested influencer. Oh, absolutely. I think so. That's weird. I know that's weird, but that's okay. <laughs> weird is Yeah, good. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It just seems <coughs> Well, of course. Yeah. Seems like a weird thing to to like have humans interact with this digital influencer. Well, influencer like what do you mean? What kind of like a like a Jake Paul? <laughs> Or like just someone who's on Twitter just says like cheeky comments from time to time and like I everyone guess, gets a lot of follows. I guess uh, an avatar just becoming famous and people following the avatar. 
Like yeah, ultimately, I mean, somebody's behind I mean, it. It could be AI. Yeah, I bet you. Like some of these Twitter influencers are like AIs at right now. Like if you go on Twitter, probably yeah. like a super popular, like Elon Musk says something, and like you look at through the comments, one of the top like upvoted tweeters is probably not even a human. Yeah, and we don't know it. It's just some AI that just knows like the most like uh, I don't know witty thing to say at that moment. Tweets it out. But if does that does that detract from like the actual message? Because it, it wasn't delivered by a human. What would the difference between that and somebody like a marshmallow or dead mouse? That's a good point. Yeah, these well, are like these hit. are largely anonymous people, right? So <sighs> dead mouse, not so much anymore. No, but but, but, but yeah. But even uh, what's the other one that that also had a helmet? Come on, Daft. Oh, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. What is the difference? I mean, yeah, we 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 I fell in love with like an image, I guess, like a yeah. an idea of like a performer. But but the other, we knew these are humans, right? But we, I guess these uh, these were. digital avatars, there's a human potentially, no, not no. AI. No, we're gonna know. Like, dude, this is definitely not a human. <clears throat> this is AI. This is like a you know. But but damn, she could sing, or damn, he could dance. You know. But where does that singing capability comes from? It's just like purely digital. Probably. Seems seems like you could easily manufacture this stuff and then it becomes diluted. That's mm. that's where I'm going with this. I mean, that's an interesting debate, yeah. Does it get diluted? Because like I said, Japan is a culture who clearly is like demanding this type of stuff, right? They see value in it. So yeah. I mean, it's just a new market, that's all. Like there's going to be people, like it's like classic cars. There's going to be people who are like, sure, sure, are just sure. like diehard dudes. Like, no, my, like, my musician needs to be human. Well, like the next generation, probably the next next generation is be like, dude, who cares? Why are you listening to those stupid humans? <laughs> like they don't make good music. Like that's, you know, whatever it is they're into, it's probably just like a sound wave. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Just beeps. <laughs> just like sorting algorithms all yeah. day long. <laughs> and for whatever reason, the future gen is like all into that shit. You know, yeah. It's like, dude, this is jamming. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, like I could. Definitely see that. That is not outside the scope of like weirdness of where, where we are today, even. Yeah. You know, the shit that we're into. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess if people were looking, let's say even 50 years ago, looking at us right now, I'm pretty sure they would think we're pretty weird. Oh, yeah. The Extreme. fact that we spend all the time looking at <coughs> these like squares in our pockets. Yeah. So, speaking of weird, <laughs> let's, let's transition, I guess, to uh, Mark Zuckerberg. And, uh, uh. And, and meta, because like what we're talking about is extremely weird stuff. And yeah. I think what, what Mark Zuckerberg has envisioned for like the future and the metaverse, why he's gambling it all, literally risking it all mm. to make this shit happen is because like he, he thinks this is how we're going to end up. The next computational platform. Well, that, yeah. But like this is going to be, I mean, he's getting mocked and ridiculed essentially from like all of yeah humanity. Right. Yeah, you should watch that that interview. I mean, the guy who was interviewing him was basically asking him questions where he what was g- kind of painted into a corner. What guy? What are you talking about? Uh, well, the interviewer. I know, but like, uh, who was it? Uh, well, I, I don't know it's who a he rando? was. Yeah, it wasn't a rando guy, but he's like he he's comes from a you know like a news site. Interesting. Yeah, but the the point is that he was asking him questions like why. How do you feel about Meta's transition after a whole year um, with this downturn? Yeah. It was like, he doesn't have anything to say. I was like, well, we're not the only ones that are suffering, he said. 
So basically, the interviewer just trying to like really put it in his face, like, yeah. dude, this this pivot, this like, uh, this yeah, I don't idea know, if, yours, yeah, I don't know if this was a good idea. It's really hurting. Yeah, I mean, all these headlines I'm seeing is like um, internal rumblings, I guess, from uh, from yeah. within that, like, you know, hey, man, like people within their own organization are potentially panicking and losing faith see this is where i think we should lead the discussion where we we try to figure out like the minimum requirements to have like meaningful traction for the metaverse (coughs) traction yeah meaningful that's another reason why right because they they set up like a a milestone goal i guess for horizon Mm, yeah Five hundred thousand. It was five hundred (laughs) thousand. It went down. The news was now the goal is two hundred thousand. Oh, that's the goal. Yeah, that's not the actual figure. Well, short term goal, goal at least. I see. And it was the 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 aim for twenty twenty two was to get five hundred thousand people like into Horizon. Yeah. But now the the new goal has been adjusted to like two hundred or something. That's crazy. Yeah. So the reason why you set these goals because you want to break them, right? So that uh, that implies that they don't think. They yeah, we're gonna break it. Plus, the team needs to have like a clear goals. Like, we yeah. need to achieve this KPI, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so so there's that. Even like internally, there's probably like a little bit of you know slowdown. And well, it, from you the, know what? You know what I think it is is that people have their own opinions as to how we achieve five hundred thousand monthly active users in the metaverse. Well, it's, it's really what it is. It's just we're just that. It's just too early. You know, like there's just. It's almost but, indefensible. But, still, but but the but the debate is like how do we get there? It doesn't matter how early we are. It's like what is it what is it that we need to achieve from a technology standpoint that yeah. will get five hundred thousand people? No, agreed. Understood. And that's why like I think they're they're pivoting away from like even like targeting consumers at this point, you know, like I think they've realized mm. like, dude, just the consumer strategy, like it's not time for that yet. Well, as like as dangerous as that is as like a strategy. But do you but you agree why, right? I oh yeah, of course yeah. I agree. I've seen what Horizon has to <laughs> offer. I've seen what Web3 metaverses have to offer. I've seen... Yeah. We know the yeah. state of the metaverse. We understand, right? The consumer... That's why I say. Like, we're, we're not really at the consumer age yet. Just like... But... but Cryptocurrency, like, we're just now kind of, like, breaching the consumer market with, like, you know, things like NFTs and stuff like that. And cryptocurrencies even, like, we're creating interesting crypto ecosystems that, like, you know, a consumer could potentially, like, want to take part of. Yeah. But it took a long time to get there, you know? Yeah, if the metaverse is going to be the next internet, what what sort of infrastructure needs to exist? And second, what are the early apps that need to be made by the infrastructure builders in order to get the first elements of users and traction so that developers can be like, yeah, this is going to be the next, you know, internet, mm-hmm. the 3D version of the internet. <clears throat> and I therefore, I am going to build stuff for the metaverse. Yeah. <clears throat> well, what was like the internet like when it first came out? What was like the first? Well, I think it was like obvi- email, email communication. communication. Yeah. yeah, and then people started spinning up web pages, right? To I don't know, like uh, like eventually information, e- e-commerce. Like, well, that came like I think like wait, that was like a big once that came in. That's when it was. I, I, I think I think the infrastructure had to get to the point because I think e-commerce was like companies that's, that's were exploring true. with that. That's true. But There's I don't no think way that, to take in payments until exactly. credit the cons- cards. The were. consumer didn't trust the internet for a long time. Well, not only that, the reason is is because internet communication wasn't encrypted, so everybody can see what you were doing, yeah. right? If they were savvy enough, exactly. And not until we had HTTPS, which is encrypted communication, that's mm-hmm. when you could take credit card payments securely. Yeah. Well, so, do you have like a 
ballpark, like around what time frame, like that became like standardized? Probably late nineties. Late nineties. Yeah. Well, that was a little earlier it, than I, I was expecting. I, <laughs> I thought maybe like two thousand and something. Because no. I mean, I became a pretty standard internet user. Probably yeah, late nineties. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a little uh, icon, a little lock icon in in your browser at that time, mm-hmm. and so that. But it wasn't a standard, right? HTTPS was not a standard; it was a proposed standard, and then it became standard, and then credit cards and everything started happening. Yeah, so that's so that's kind of like the same question you're asking. Like that's obviously a very important infrastructure. Yes. Development for the internet in yes. order for again for companies and developers to start targeting consumers like all right now we could build you know reputable yeah products and services yeah. on the internet that people can actually interact with and extract value from yeah so the metaverse i mean shit <laughs> well yeah what are those infrastructure components right yeah i don't even think you could determine yeah you can't even come up with that until you figure out like the uh you know the uh <clears throat> the value proposition of the metaverse like yeah who's the demographic mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah who do we want participating yeah and then like what do we want them doing, you know, and then for what purpose and uh, what value can come of that? And then we can start thinking of infrastructure. See, yeah. you know, the, they say that the metaverse is going to be the next internet, but the internet has provided something that was very difficult to achieve before the internet, which, which was <coughs> worldwide communication. Yeah. What does the metaverse enable that well, is very difficult to achieve without the metaverse? I guess... Based on what I'm seeing, like how the metaverse is playing out, how people like, you know, Herman Narula and mm. uh, Improbable talk about the metaverse and Mark Zuckerberg himself. It's like a <clears throat> basically the same thing, communication, but like with the presence. You know, mm. That's why like Improbable is focusing so hard on like, you know, bringing as much physical presence as you can into the metaverse, like, you know, increasing the, the threshold of, you know, uh, people that could be together yeah. in a singular space and time within the metaverse itself. So yeah, it's communication, but like, uh, you know, I guess imagine like a, a, having a presence for that. Imagine you go to google.com right today, you go to the yeah. website, it's just a blank page, a text box, you enter it, you search for stuff. What would that look like in the 3d world where all of us can join this like space mm-hmm. where we can be, we can see others like also searching, maybe not seeing what they're searching, but you can, you know that there's like millions of people concurrently on Google trying to search for stuff. Well, why would you want that space to begin with? Like, I don't know. It's a 3d version of the internet, right? No, but I think like, uh, like imagine you cr- the- but you're just going to like, uh, I don't know. You, you'll probably from an individual user standpoint, like whatever verse you're in, you'll, you're going to be connected to some sort of application layer, right? That's able to conduct these search functions within the metaverse itself, right? So all, yeah. it could simply be something like, I don't know, like an emote even. You know how you could program an emote from an yeah. avatar to, yeah. you can have a custom emote that searches for, you know, it pops up like a search function interface or something and then... I don't know, maybe like it listens to your voice. You could just literally act like, you could, like an in metaverse Siri, basically. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. or what's the Google version? Uh, Alexa. Um, Alexa, yeah. Yeah, be like, hey, Alexa, like in the no, metaverse. Of, of course, of course. You, you, yeah, of course. <laughs> I know well, what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, is yeah. Google has <laughs> tons of like daily active users on the website. What if they <laughs> leverage the metaverse concept and they put people's like, avatar in yeah. front it, with each other like if, so, so yeah. that you can feel like there's others like on the page right now 
I think for, I don't that would be impossible. I think like because yeah, how many users are have like on Google like concurrently? Probably like it's millions, tens of millions at any given yeah. time. Probably yeah. not possible. I mean, but okay, <laughs> you don't need to see all millions. But if you see like ten thousand people there, okay, yeah. like in a room, and they're they're all like you know they're there because they're searching stuff, just like you. Okay, but yeah. the, the fact that you can see them like on the same space on the same website, but you can see each other virtually. Like, I, I feel like that has something to it. Like really? a virtual library where you're walking yeah. around and everybody's searching for different things. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's that is a spin that Google could do that could be like, hey, you, along with, like, a million <laughs> others, are searching for stuff right now. And that's I it. Guess. That's That's the little app that they do to be part of the metaverse. Hmm. It would definitely, I guess, but, but are we really all going to just be, like, sitting there, standing there? Literally nothing because you, the, you don't no, want, There's no fun in that, you know? Well, you don't want people like, you know, being able to chat with each other because all of a sudden it's going to be a huge mess of trash. Yeah. It would just be like. It's like a hello <laughs> and uh, and goodbye. That's it. That's. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I, see, I see what you're saying, Will. And I think that would be like a very entry level thing. But you got to imagine Google is going to do something way cooler than well, that. Well, for right? sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. All, you would. Yeah. You would think so. But. <clears throat> but all I'm saying is like Google would be the biggest flex in terms of. Here are all the people that are on the Google website, and you can see them all, right? Yeah. Like physically or digitally present. Yeah. And I think that that would be an interesting kind of application of the metaverse for Google for their website. And like there'd be like an additional button on Google's like, you know, that, metaverse, and it's like you could see everybody searching concurrently. Yeah, but that that would imply like, but you, yeah, yeah. Just, all that means is like when you hit that metaverse button, you just generate an avatar. Pretty it's, it's pretty much like you're in crypto voxels. Like pretty much yeah, exactly like or, that. Or, exactly. It's just a web browser verse. Yeah. You know, and then you're just kind of floating around <laughs> in like an empty white abyss, maybe. Yeah, yeah. With everybody else. Yeah. But you know all these people. I mean, it's an interesting question. I I just I don't I struggle to like uh, Like why? To, yeah. Why, why not? That that's that would be my answer. That's definitely something I would expect from like uh some like it's Early metaverse type shit, right? It's yeah, just like exactly. Google just like, let's just do something. Yeah. Right? Let's yeah. just use the virtual landscape for something. And yeah, that makes sense as like an entry level like contribution. Yeah. Think yeah. of it this way. Google changes their logo for like some sort of, um, some sort of, you know, charity, right? The, the Google logo changes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That charity could be represented in a 3D space mm -hmm. where they're trying to push, you know, you know, grow some trees or whatever it is. See, now you're just extrapolating down to the pathway of like, they just, at some point, they're just going to want their own like dedicated verse where they could do anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it's not like, it's just Google verse. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Then they could host events if they want to like highlight some sort of like, I don't know, historical figure. They got obviously the resources to do like a Fortnite-esque Travis Scott sure. event, but sure. like, I don't know. It's just like you're watching like a digital representation of uh, Martin Luther King give his actual speech or something. Like See, that. that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, you could because, be there in present yeah. like, during this speech. During Everybody. Martin well, Luther King Day. That day is like yeah. you can relive that in 3D and just like. <laughs> so I, history. I, I think yeah. they did something similar to that with uh, the planets recently. Yes. Who did? Yeah. Google? Google did. Yeah. They, yeah. They had a little uh, link on their screen where. They're like explore the planets, and mm -hmm. you could like jump in and like dude, see dude. more stuff. See, so they're already. I on can it. see that. I can they're see that pretty much, right? Yeah, I can see that happening. <laughs> so yeah, like like TJ said, they're not gonna create like the white room 
<laughs> we're just floating avatars. Google is going to go like a beyond. It that. would be cool to have like a uh, Matrix esque where they were shopping for the guns and stuff. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, that white room. And like, it's just like, yeah, like infinite rows. It's like of, today's like, the 20th anniversary of the Matrix. And yeah. I was like, you're in there and it's just like all these weapons show up. And yeah, and it's just like a little uh, Easter egg. Yeah, see, this is what's. <clears throat> This is what's fascinating about the metaverse, right? You could just imagine things and like you, you can make it happen actually is yeah. the thing. Like yeah. it's possible. But like the 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 is there utility in that? Well here's here's is a couple of things. Sustainable. So to do yeah. that uh, in a way that's sustainable, you need identity, right? So you would Google would attach an ETH address. That ETH address is attached to an avatar, it would load that avatar, now you can see everybody's avatar. So at least that's a, that's an angle that needs to be True. solved. Google is already like uh, allowing search functions for ETH addresses, so they're on mm. the they're on the pathway to this whole on-chain identity scheme. Yeah, the, the integration. You know, isn't it obvious? Well, I, I no, <laughs> nothing's ever obvious. I'm definitely putting my search mode in matrix mode though, where yeah, like anything I search for just flies right past me. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, I could see Google. Definitely coming out with that feature. Yeah, and just and get IP infringement. Yeah, well, it's like it's like you go to Google right now. You hit like you search. I don't know. Search, uh, like a water bottle. You need a new gym bottle or something, and then you go to the shopping tab, mm. and it just pulls up pretty much like an infinite scrolling feature of like two D panel displays yeah. of all these Why products. Why couldn't that be three D? Yeah, it can. Well. We need a lot more technology, I guess, to enable such. But if anyone's going to develop that, it's Google, right? I mean, the, I'm not saying the items being 3D, but like the oh, whole just like, UI aspect. Yeah, like you're actually it. in there. Yeah. Maybe you can get like a, a closer look. Yeah. So that's where things like VR start to make a little more sense. Because now it's like a, you know, you have your VR perspective. You can kind of like, but then you want them to be 3D if you're in VR, right? I want to see the goods. Mm. I want to see the product. Why can't we just... We've already seen the technology where you could scan Dude, anything and make I, it 3D. I can, I can exactly. So why wouldn't Google just scan or any company? Amazon. In the world? Yeah. Amazon. All those items on Amazon, scan all of them em. have 3Ds. Like, yeah. add your images to your store, right? You're mm -hmm. you're selling like shoes or whatever, yeah. and then add the GLB models that represent those those images. Yeah. You know, and then, Amazon can hardwire their fucking warehouses to do that for every single item. Yeah. Just like a Dude, little, absolutely. Yeah. It's just a scan. It's just, just a conveyor belt. <laughs> I was getting like an airport conveyor belt. It just yeah. like goes through a little flap. <laughs> <laughs> Comes out the other side like a fully three D scan. Fully three D, dude. Now it's in the metaverse. Of course, and dude. This is gonna happen. This is for gonna sure. Happen. I mean, it's easy. <laughs> we can do this with our cell phones. They can do it much, much faster. Well, yeah, for them it's easy. Yeah, and I'm sure they're already on it. I hope so with like a hundred thousand engineers or however many Google has, hmm. hopefully like one of their divisions, like, you know what, this is actually kind of useful. Like, you know, we could sell a lot more product potentially to a lot more people around yeah. the world. It's like, yeah. let's say you're trying to buy this table from Amazon mm -hmm. and it's like, I can measure it. I can kind of like put some tape down on the floor, but I can't <laughs> really imagine it. Right. It's true. So why not yeah, be able yeah. to do an AR of this? Yeah. You know, we this table. Done, now that I think about it, yeah, we could have created a little, like a custom space, right? Like, because yeah. we, we had this whole dilemma designing this studio. Yeah. Trying to visualize shit. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could have taken the dimensions like we did and then go to some sort of like, you know, metaverse custom creation engine, which, you know, there's people doing that. 
Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just create like a little virtual space with these exact dimensions and and like give me options like, like the shelf these shelves we got here yeah like we bought them right from amazon or yeah. something i'm assuming so yeah. we could have just imported them with their 3d sure. gov and just all these cameras and lights and everything yeah just recreate this whole yeah setup it's setup. a scale and then yeah. in ar you can actually visualize this whole thing yeah, so I think they do that. Like uh, big companies, they you know design like their like factories and stuff like that with th- these things called digital twins. So, like there's companies that facilitate these kind of like 3D yeah. mockups. Sure, sure, sure. But this is what we're talking about is like I guess like a little more consumer friendly. Like yeah. that's applicable again to the consumer side. Like everybody can access these types of tools and you know I, I find it, it like uh, these are the types of things that will get people in the metaverse, right? Yeah, like I'm, trying I'm, shit on and. I find it hard to believe that people struggle to understand like the importance of the metaverse because it's just everything on the internet is two D. Why can't it be three D? Like, well, Dude, yeah, what, what, why well, is that such a leap? But why would I even like think like that? Like, if I'm not like you know invested or you know I'm, I'm enjoying my two D life. <laughs> well, it's like saying I'm enjoying my my horse and buggy. Like, why do I need a car? That that's that's what you just said right now. <sighs> well, it's like we were talking about before we uh, started this. Well, uh, the most of the like hate that you see online and stuff is mostly people thinking that this mm. is just a game. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they think the metaverse is just a game. Yeah, I think there's that that mindset, and then also the <laughs> the narrative, the fact that like the metaverse was only implanted into mainstream consciousness by you know Facebook. Mm-hmm. Before Facebook's pivot, nobody even heard the word metaverse. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely nobody was aware of Decentraland or, you know, none of these spinoff metaverses, right? This was not in anybody's radar. But now, all the negative sentiment that's come along with Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg and his past and, you Mm. know, those Hollywood flicks that made him look like, you know, one of the typical assholes. Yeah. All that, that whole ethos of like, man, this guy's about to, he's trying to convert society into a digital one. Yeah fuck that you yeah. know what i mean uh, nobody wants to align with that that's so yeah you you asked earlier like what's the proposition of the metaverse for really you were alluding to the differences between the west and everyone else i, I think the proposition <laughs> is the ability to create a digital nation where anyone can be part of that nation and contribute mm-hmm. and uh whether you're in the west or east it doesn't matter but but the whole, yeah, but, yeah. But, but maybe that the application of that idea is really, really for the East. Right? Well, well, not yeah. in the West. <clears throat> well, yeah, because w- when you're asking for contribution, what you're saying is like time investment and opportunity. Potential. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, but, yeah, there's different demographics of, of people on this planet and what people allocate their time for. Right. When you're, when you're a member of a, you know, a developed nation with like a stable economy you know situation where you know you're not looking for opportunities no like you 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 exist in in a society that has ample opportunity for you to identify value for yourself and for your family people you love right that's kind of like that's why these developed nations are in a stable state to begin Mm -hmm. with they've developed economic models that are designed for, you know, human contribution to spend their time to produce value, right? That's that's yeah. what, how economies operate. Yeah. But that's not how it is for everybody, right? So we could do similar type, you 
know, economic infrastructure layers in the metaverse that can give these people type these similar type of opportunities. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's just, but the people in the West who, again, are already immersed in that, you know, that these flows of value throughout their day. Yeah. When they're coming home, (laughs) they're plugging into their devices and stuff. They're not looking for that. You know, they're looking for to unplug a little bit from that whole, you know, economic contribution and expectation from you. Yeah, for sure. Um, Basically, yeah, the West just wants to, like, have fun. That's why, like, the main prevalent sentiment is, like, dude, how is the metaverse, like, better than, you know, GTA? Yeah. That's, like, half the people are watching that that Facebook presentation. Like, dude, can we get, like, Rockstar Games on here and, like, tell us the next GTA, please? Like, I I just, I'm sick of this shit. Like, this is not going to be fun, right? Mm -hmm. Nothing Mark Zuckerberg was presenting looked fun. Is when they got to the game section, they they flexed Beat Saber again. Yeah, <laughs> like really, that's that's the best thing you got as far as like a fun, engaging experience in your whole VR universe. Like, dude, I don't know. I feel like you're gonna tough. be surprised. Like, once the metaverse pops off, I think there's gonna be a lot of Westerners in it. Not necessarily in it for the fun because they can go <laughs> play Call of Duty afterwards, but in it for like different reasons. For that immersion, for that the the fact that they can own the digital wearables and avatars and i mean they're already trying dude every time i drive home at night and i'm listening to the radio there's like this iheart radio shit in roblox yeah. like they, they keep promoting and marketing it's like roblox come see these dig- these artists perform in roblox huh really yeah it's already happening you know it's like this we don't have to wait around for nothing like and roblox you know it, it's in fortnite these are th- you know, as front as consumer facing of a of a platform sure. as you can get. You know, yeah. these are ubiquitous. Yeah. You know, these games are pretty much in the hands of every household in America. You know, so I'm not hearing like this runaway success of like you know these types of uh, business models or you know concert models, whatever it is. Like, I don't know if these kids are really like buying into it yet. You hmm. know? So yeah, I don't but, think Web3 metaverses are going to enable anything. But Travis Scott was pretty successful, and Marshmallow was pretty successful. Maybe it's uh, over-diluted, maybe? Like, it's, like, too many concerts or something? Well, I don't know. The, the point is just... <clears throat> okay, yeah, I could see the West getting into that, just, just so I could see a, you know, digital interpretation of that. Yeah. <sighs> but but beyond yeah. that, you can't see the West really engaging in anything other than other than that entertainment aspect of the metaverse. Well, because, yeah, that's clearly very entertaining, right? Yeah. Yeah, it so is. That's, so a, that's, an expected, it. that's an expected result, you know? That's something they're not going to get typically from, you know, their AAA gaming experience. Yes. That's why they bought into They're like, oh, shit, you know, this is actually, you know, something new yeah. and engaging. This is a reason for me to but, hop but, in, I guess. But <laughs> Fortnite is a AAA game Yes. It's a triple A game and then yes. they're like, Hey Travis Scott, let's do something yeah. weird. Yeah. But and that's it, the it, thing. It. But that's why those people, those users, those tens of millions of users log in every day. It's to play the game, really. Yeah. Because that's the value they provide is that that fun and engagement. So the metaverse is not a game, like we've said. So what is it that metaverse provides as far as value to tens of millions of people to log in every single day? If yeah. it's not just events, right? Right. Yeah, it's not that. just in entertainment either. It's every, yeah, it's not. It's it's an economy. It's a work environment. It's it's everything. Yeah, yeah it's whatever the internet does. Like yeah, it has to be that useful. And because like you know, the internet. Yeah, you can have fun on the internet watching things. You can have fun 
uh, I guess, learning things. So yeah, maybe the metaverse is just the internet, but a multiplayer experience. That's it. Like it could be anything as boring as learning stuff to entertaining as shooting at each other. No, that's actually a big difference. Yeah, like I always wanted to like, you know, like watch Netflix like as a multiplayer experience, you know? Yeah. I thought that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's not as cool as like, yeah, it's like, <clears throat> you know, if if a Netflix viewing party was like, we got like little icons on the screen. It's like, hey, my friends are here watching the same show as me. Yeah, it's not definitely as cool. not as cool as yeah. like we're all actually like in the metaverse, like present with one another. Yeah. We could talk to each other while the the movie's going on. Yeah, that's a multiplayer experience for yeah. sure. Like th- that's something that might be the best explanation of what the potential of the metaverse is. It's just a, the internet, but a multiplayer experience, multiplayer version of it. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about that, like applications that have multiplayer like yep. features. Yeah, like Notion, Figma. Miro, Miro, Canva, um, yeah, like that adds so much just yeah. just to like the work process and yeah. to uh, collaboration stuff like that. So multiplayer is a big fucking deal, you know? yeah. Yeah, the fact that the internet is only like a single use, like it's only you. There's no real shared identity. Yeah, it's it's a problem. It's it's a it's not well, an obvious problem. Yeah, I don't know. Problems the word, but it's definitely a <clears throat> it's a hindrance. It's yeah. a it's it's not as cool as it can be. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so yeah, um, man, that was quite the uh, the rabbit hole, but I think it was a conversation that needed to be had because <sighs> well, so many people have a misunderstanding of what this is, and it, it's still not the most clear. But nonetheless, I don't think anybody. We, I don't think there's anybody on air still who has like a definitive like this is what it's going to be. You know? Yeah. I mean. I think we're getting closer. You mean us? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess through the exercise of these podcasts and these discussions, like this is the only way, but that's not even true. Like this doesn't help. I mean, it helps a little bit, but what actually happens is like when developers actually build things and um, yeah, people come I mean, to. That's use- part of what we do. So we try to figure out like what the problem is. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here in this discussion is figure out like what is needed in order to get that traction for the metaverse. Like what are the technologies that are required? Like in <laughs> HTTPS, like encrypted communication. Yeah. What's that for the metaverse mm-hmm. to enable like, you know, millions <laughs> of people on board and like stuck in there. Well, like, it's got, yeah. Like so much so, like when you go to Google, you're going to want to search Google in 3D. Well, yeah. So you could just say uh, website XYZ, all the most popular ones that have, you know, yeah. millions and millions, billions of Amazon, users. Yeah. What do they do? They all enable some utility, right? There's, yeah. a, there's a function to these websites that provide humanity with very valuable services, right? Yeah. So the metaverse has to do the same exact thing. That's it. Yeah, it's true. It's it's really not that difficult, <laughs> I guess. But there's there's the thing is that the infrastructure doesn't exist, so developers don't even have the chance to kind of like you know make an attempt at creating something of value yeah. for, for humanity, right? At the metaverse level. Yeah, because I'm thinking about Amazon's like, hey, every, you know, Jeff, everybody's talking about the metaverse. What do you think we should do? And it's like. Nobody, nobody really knows. Like, does it make sense to make Amazon all in 3D? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think there should be elements of 3D within Amazon that you can kind of like plop down furniture in AR, like mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we were talking about fidgetal stuff earlier on a, another recording. So, I mean, I could see a potential where, you know, Amazon fills the need to make all their goods fidgetal, <laughs> right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Or if not Amazon, at least the companies that are distributing through Amazon, they want to mm-hmm. have fidgetal components to them, meaning, you know, this product that you're buying through Amazon also has like a digital, you know, representation and connection. Yeah. And therefore, like ownership. Well, see, that's the hard part. You would have to, I guess, get Amazon to adapt, adopt all of that. So, yeah. Or they come up with their own, like, solution, their own blockchain, all that stuff. So, what do you think is the ultimate use case for the metaverse? Like, what is the dominant industry that is generating trillions of dollars? What is, what is the activity that people, that would elicit a trillion dollar volume worth of activity? Activity, yeah, man. You, I don't think I could predict that. It's just, well, it's like, the, is it a workforce economy? <laughs> is it going to be the entertainment industry? I mean, what, what do you think is going to be? I don't know. Like it's, the main use case. I think there's going to be a shit ton of different models of how to get people to, to contribute their time. What, what value or what product or service that ends up like look or being? I, there's no way to tell, you know. It, but the point is, like, that has to be the formula, right? People's time in the metaverse has to equal money, <laughs> just like time equals money out here in the real world. Mm-hmm. If you can't figure out how to do that, then so the metaverse will never work. It's an economy then. Yes, of like, course. That's like the main... Well, it's like saying, like, what's the activity of, of human beings that's, like, the prevalent? Like, there is no main activity. It's just we all show up. Mm. that's our activity. We all have different tasks yeah, and but, assignments. But it can be subdivided into in, into industries, right? There's the technology industry. There's the transportation industry, entertainment industry. The biggest mm. one is technology. Is it? It's bigger than like, you know, I yeah. don't know, like uh, energy? Uh, It probably is. I wonder. I would have to look into that. Yeah, but I know. Okay, so I know what you're saying. It's so like it's what, not activities. Like, yeah. What's, what, what industry is going to be... The most aligned with like the metaverse, like idea, and it could be just like, man, it's like e-commerce or maybe not e-commerce, but like, I mean, jobs. So, jobs in general. (laughs) Jobs is again all those industries have jobs too. You know what I mean? So you can't just say jobs. Like jobs implies again everything is, but yeah, if I were to answer, it would be something like that. But there's different job requirement or job opportunities hmm. i mean we can't label it well because every okay we got city we got grayscale they're all predicting tri- trillion dollars yeah like what what is it what what is everybody doing for a trillion dollars that's that's what i'm wondering i know uh what are they doing <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what elicits a trillion dollars of volume <laughs> cryptocurrency at its peak was three trillion dollars we, we got yeah. the metaverse at a, at a peak, thirteen trillion dollar prediction. Mm. Like what 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 is happening? I think a lot of yeah, a lot of what happens in Web three at some point converges to the metaverse just to give access points. I think to people across the planet. Again, I think the reason why these I don't know if these trillion dollar predictions are factored because of that. It just it it, it grants access accessibility mm. to corners of the world again human okay. beings yeah, yeah, who yeah. are not accessing like the actual global markets in today's environment right yeah it's 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 exclusive there's only uh i'd say like a third of the planet like tapped into the actual global financial system tapped into the global like work economy 
to the manufacturing economy, all that stuff. Like this, the physical realm has, uh, you know, has excluded hmm. the majority, right? So the metaverse has the opportunity to, to bring them in. That's it. Now that just means they're going to have to find some way to contribute their time again to produce value. Now, all that's all we know at this point. That is the opportunity in front of us. Yeah. The metaverse, Web three, all the tools we're creating, when applied properly and developed over time, when there's a mature <laughs> ecosystem and the infrastructure's in place. Yeah. This is possible. Like, yeah, for sure. Because we've seen like breakthrough moments like Axie Infinity. There was a point in time where millions of people from around the planet, mainly the Philippines. Well, but yeah, but could those millions of people ever have participated in the real world economy? No, definitely from, not. From their geographic like hap- like situations? No. no, you can't. No. But guess what? They tapped into the metaverse. They had the access. All they had to do was be delegated and actually and uh, become a scholar. Before you know it, they were contributing their time towards some sort of economic activity. Mm-hmm. Yes, that thing did not sustain like too long, but <laughs> nonetheless, that's the maturation we're kind of like. Yes, we need. We need to figure yeah. out sustainability, sustainable value producing models, right? Yeah. But nonetheless, it's been proven. It's happened. It can happen more as the metaverse continues to mature and more and more people participate. Not just the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. People from around the planet. Yeah. You know, then shit. Yeah, I we think got, that's, a, that's a big opportunity for the metaverse is the people who don't have access to economic opportunity now have the yeah. potential for that access. Yeah, so the metaverse needs to become much more accessible, for one, for this to happen, mm-hmm. you know. and uh has to be built. There has to be some <laughs> sort of infrastructure in place for developers to make Axie-like economic experiences. Yeah, ecosystems, not... You know, an infinite showcase of like, you know, Galleries. statues yeah. and like, sure. you know, things to look at. <laughs> You're not going to build an economy unless everything's like look to earn. It's like, yeah, even that, know. that's like the worst uh, well, it's, tokenomics. Yeah, it won't sustain clearly. Yeah. Like, you know, play to earn is struggling hard enough, mm-hmm. you know, so it's got to be <coughs> like all these activities can be factored into like an overall uh, economic model that could potentially yeah. have some sort of s- sustainable outlook. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, all of everything we do in society as a conglomerate, you know, it's stabilized by our collective efforts, right? Yeah. We all use the same currency. We all get paid with the same currency. We all earn that thing. The companies earn that thing from the consumers. We all funnel it back to government at the end of the year, stuff like this. Like (laughs) we're all part of this huge complex system. So you're saying we need a stable coin. That well, is, we, we need much more like ecosystem. We need bigger, complex economies. Like, I think like all of the metaverse just needs. It's going to become like a all of like you said, a digital nation. Yeah, that needs to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like a nation esque. Uh, and we need all the complexities of traditional finance. Yes, uh, all of it in in ideally in crypto. That's the thing. This is what's being built with DeFi, right? Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the verticals exist. Yeah. They're happening. Yeah. But they're not, even in DeFi, they're still figuring out their own, you know, dilemmas and yeah. coming up with the proper tooling. So do, I mean. And and on top of that, um, I was listening to, there's an interview with Mr. Wonderful from uh, Shark Tank and mm-hmm. they were asking about crypto and he was saying that um, Bitcoin is going to continue trading at between eighteen and twenty-two thousand dollars for like the next two years until regulation um, sets a, a standard, hmm. so that huge institutions that are he he he, he, uh, he explained that there was a bank account or there's a bank 
overseas that has 5 million accounts, 5 million accounts each with over $2 million. And, and mm. those guys are basically waiting for regulation to set in where SEC <clears throat> basically green lights, you know, institutional activity within Bitcoin. Mm. And then all those funds are going to funnel into Bitcoin and then you're going to see like a huge explosion. So what are they waiting for? Like as far as just... Well, they, they don't want to do anything that's going to yeah. put in jeopardy their money. And they're not going to do anything until the SEC is like has clear regulations around crypto. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> they I have mean, a big fiduciary for sure responsibility <laughs> to mitigate as much funds. risk as possible. That's like right. they have their own markets to play with to yeah. still generate their yields. They don't have to, they don't need crypto. That's they the don't. Point. You're right. They don't. And that's kind of like, I, that's what I keep saying. Like, yeah, I don't know the West does not need crypto in yeah. any way. Well, of course, is, they would like to participate if there's an earning opportunity, like yeah. a, a new one, additional one. I wish I knew which sort of uh, part of the planet he was referring to, because I don't know if he was overseas and referring to the United States mm. or in the United States referring to somewhere in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, <clears throat> but nonetheless, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And then let me rephrase, too. Like, right now, the West doesn't need all these things. But like maybe at some point in the future, we will, like, depending on, you know. Yeah, if the United States ends up being a financial loser... Yeah, if we lose that position of yeah. you know financial reserve currency and yeah. you know status of uh, financials, whatever it is, dominance, then yeah. yeah, we'll be expected to participate like anybody else, you know. As as it should. I mean, we're yeah. all participating in the planet, whether we we know it or not. Yeah. But, right. But, and everything should be equally as accessible, right? Mm -hmm. As as we all have access to the planet. Yeah, we only have a few minutes left, so let, let's let's. As a, as is tradition, I guess. Yes. We want to hop into a, a dedicated verse, every time we do these podcast recordings. So, <coughs> last week was hyper hyperfy. Damn, you just hopped right in. So where yeah. are we, dude? This is one of the mono verses, um, I guess experiences that they have. Yeah. Right, right from basically their a space. I think like the idea of spaces is becoming, pretty like standardized. Right, spatial has yeah. spaces. Uh, this is basically like a virtual. It looks like a whole world, right? Yeah, but it's not. There's bounds to it. You can't just like go out and explore this world, right? right. It's a space. Like there's a whoever created this used the, the tool sets and features of Mona, MonaVerse to create this. And you know, uh, I think part of the platform itself is now you can mint these into NFTs and sell them to yes. the marketplace. So yeah. If you wanted to, so this is the, there it is. The gallery. gallery. So if you're listening, definitely check into the YouTube channel so you could see what this looks like. So these are NFTs on display, right? Yes, I would assume. Yielding, this is, what is this? Headline crypto? Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, man. This is like the uh, uh, early representation of, I'd say like the late or the early 1990s of what an internet website is going to be like. <coughs> yeah, I think that's a great parallel. Like uh, this is just uh this is just a very crude example of like just like a, a metaverse experience. Basically a display, right? Yeah, and so let me let me It's go like a 3D diorama. Right, right. Yeah, and like the early internet were like 2D dioramas like it's just if you have some information you want to convey to your visitor. Yeah. Put it on your 2D webpage and then give them a link. 
here it is. Like, yeah. And that's pretty much all you could do is just like look at things and yeah. soak it in. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of where we are right now in the metaverse. Like you could deploy these 3D spaces and uh, display things. So whoever created this, you know, this is his flexing material. These are his assets. Like, dude, I'm yeah. fucking cool. Imagine. Yeah. So so, <laughs> so l- l- walk walk with me on this uh, scenario. We, are, we go to Google.com. It's like yes, all yes, of yes. a sudden, this is what you see, right? Okay. And you could just opt to type in a, you know, something to search, right? Or you can kind of pan the camera. You can see like thousands, mm. thousands of others doing the same thing. And then you can opt to just like kind of run around just to like, yeah, yeah. just to, just to see, you know, the concurrent experience of Google and everybody searching for stuff. Yeah. And most people are not going to do that, but some will. And so you mean like the actual the, the thing you were looking at, like the terminal? Yeah, the terminal that's is Google the, terminal is like an actual search yeah. function, right? See, that's the, yeah. What Google should do is yeah, just we should make that meta. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. make the actual function, the functional component of Google be part of every metaverse. You know right, what I mean? Right. That's the whole purpose. Like the Google doesn't need to spend time building a Google verse unless it's you know again yeah their own it, yeah and shit. all all they're doing is they are manifesting the whole immersive concept of all of us are doing searches right we're all searching i see right because that's how we use the internet right so but do you think imagine if that that all these terminals like they're just individual google boxes Mm. imagine if that's how we had to search like in the metaverse don't you think people would get kind of like it would be annoying yeah for sure unless it's like instant it's just like you know but that's what i mean it's like the the actual functionality of searching is very easy you go to a website you search and you're done right that's Mm -hmm. that's what you want that's like the most optimized experience the whole point of this is that so google can show that you're with others searching that's it that that is the end of that function yeah so yeah, that that's that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like this would be a good <laughs> flex for Google to be like, yeah, we got you know billions of concurrent users right now searching for stuff. You're not alone. Yeah, right. Because the internet right now is a single player experience. I'd be very interested. Like that would be a great if if that did cost like any money to like develop and deploy. It'd be great just to see. Yeah, just Google roll it out and see who actually uses it. Yeah, like, you know what would would be cool, Will, is if you had like a, you could join like a search party and you could have like a group searching for things. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you see, now now it's a multiplayer searching. Well, of course. Experience. But like, what do you mean? Like, uh, like it's just like it's like a fucking porn group or something. No, it's, no, it's, no. It's no like, dude, <laughs> like say like I want to find a new guitar. Who else is looking oh. for new guitars or something? Oh yeah. yeah. Then you guys could talk about it, like your. Yeah, uh, you can like, create a community just from searching. Yeah, or the porn too. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, it's, it's like anything, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, that's actually a fucking great point. Yeah, it's like, hey, you're looking for the metaverse. I'm looking for the metaverse. Or like, it's like you guys find anything good over there? Like yeah. you guys researching? Exactly. Yeah, you guys searching how to like you know real time communities, dude. It'd be good for like a <laughs> for porn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say it's probably good for like the FBI to like. Really crack down yeah. on like who are like the uh, the dark web uh, users, yeah. you know what I mean? Because they would all congregate together. Yeah. Basically, you'd have like 4chan on here. Yeah. It's like all searching, like, you know, the worst things to search. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It's like, all right, dude, we got those guys. <laughs> so you got to watch those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then imagine like you can kind of like flex your wearables that you've collected throughout your experience in the metaverse and yeah. other people can see is like, oh, you got those new Jordan Nikes. Those See, are hard to get. 
so yeah, so that whole breakdown. What are the essential components of that experience? That all of a sudden we're all like in agreement, like fuck yeah, yeah. Well, what was it? Like a uh, multiplayer? Multiplayer, yeah. Social. Yes. You have to be able to talk to your your neighbor kiosk user. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Functionality. Yeah. You gotta if you're all d- present, there has to be yes present similar functionality yeah what else uh i don't know that's that's good enough for now yeah <laughs> like let's focus on those tenants for now and let's build up some more and then like that's these are the uh, multiplayer functional social social so far yeah and there's probably like a couple more like within this scenario we just built up yeah to where you know fuck. interoperable because everybody needs to see my my wearables oh that's true yeah if we show up in google verse like yeah. i better have all my cool yeah. shit with me yeah exactly Fuck. So interoperable. Yeah, these are all complex things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So we're not going to be able to do this anytime soon, in other words. Yeah. Fuck. All right, man. Well, well at least we have a goal. goal. Yeah, that's right? the goal. All right, guys. That's been the podcast for today. We were talking about, I guess, Decentraland, Coindesk, the metaverse. A little bit of Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. We tried to, I guess, outline the minimum requirements for why people or why institutions are predicting a multi-trillion dollar metaverse yeah shout out monoverse for monoverse yeah. oh yeah we're gonna get into uh they have an ai tool that just announced uh yeah we'll get- i have the tweet here i can show real quick yeah real but quick introducing the uh ai material generator so basically when you have a glb object you have to basically kind of wrap it with an image Some skin a right? skin yeah yeah and so these textures can be generated by ai and now you can manipulate the textures Sort of with text, like like you see it in this video right here. It's just yeah. like, and the cool thing, yeah, we've used AI tools before. Like, dude, that's cool, it's incredible, yeah. So they're just leveraging existing tools and making it part of their, you know, yeah, developer tool set. Yeah. yeah, and I just think it's cool. More metaverses are, of course, are going to start implementing AI to the creative process. So yeah, that's why these mono mono creators are able to produce such, you know, visually aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> Yeah. Places to visit, you know, so. Yeah, and for the audio listeners, make sure you watch us on YouTube. Uh, we've showed a lot of stuff today, and uh, a lot of it was visual. So appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at the TheBlockRunner, at Metazone.io, and at Rovi AI. And we will catch you on the next podcast. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>